Hey everyone, thanks for listening. There's a couple of times in this podcast episode where I refer to the revoice movement as the revision movement. Uh, That is a mistake. Just know that anytime I refer to the revision movement, I am talking about the revoice movement. If you enjoy this episode, please like and subscribe. Hey, thanks for joining us for the Limping to Glory podcast. Uh, Today's episode is titled, Can You Be a Gay Christian? Um, And this is kind of a loaded question, um, and the answer is both yes and no. Um, And so let's just uh, dive right into this. And um, when I say yes, you can be a gay Christian, and no, you can't be a gay Christian, you know, what am I saying? You know, am I just contradicting myself? Am I just being silly? Like, what am I trying to communicate here? So, let's uh, rewind back to 2018 when a conference called Revoice uh, was started by Memorial PCA Church in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, with their head pastor, Greg Johnson. Greg Johnson self-identifies as a gay Christian, and he is a pastor in the PCA. Um, that might sound shocking to some, although not all too shocking to me, as the PCA has grown increasingly liberal in the past few years. Um, you know, we're actually in 2022 now, and he is still a pastor there, uh, has not been removed. Um, and so, you know, like, what what is his stance? Why is he in the position he's in? And why is it widely considered okay by the PCA at large right now? Um, so, Greg Johnson will fully admit that homosexuality is sinful, and he doesn't personally live in that lifestyle. Um, he has proclaimed himself as celibate, uh, a celibate homosexual who, though he struggles with same-sex attraction, he doesn't live in it. He's never had an intimate relationship with his, with a man. He was baptized in the PCA church when he was 20 years old, um, and he's never lived out those desires with a man. Uh, He says that he struggled with pornography for a period of time, uh, but he's many years removed from that at this point. Um, And so when you're just looking at it from that perspective, it's like, okay, this dude seems like you know, he struggled with same-sex attraction, but he has a grip on it. And, yeah, like, why, why couldn't he be a pastor? And so so here's what the problem is with Greg Johnson, and it's that he self-identifies as a gay Christian rather than identifying as a Christian. Um, and so some, something important for Christians is that they only identify with Christ and the perfection of Christ. Um, and to some level, I would say Greg Johnson does, um, but he, he won't let go of that title of gay Christian. Um, it's still a huge part of his identity. Like, this is who he is. Uh, whereas, you know, when we're called by Christ and by the writings of Paul to put away uh, the old man and put on the new man, our only, identify, uh, our only identity uh, should be Christ. You know, it's 
We, we don't identify with our sin anymore. We wouldn't call ourselves a gay Christian. You wouldn't call yourself an alcoholic Christian. Um, you wouldn't call yourself a child molester Christian or a racist Christian. Like, that wouldn't make any sense whatsoever. Um, I think, you know, it, I think it would raise a lot of eyebrows if someone was like, yeah, I'm a racist Christian. Like, that's just how I identify. Uh, there, there's a big difference in that and acknowledging, hey, I struggle with this temptation. I struggle with this sin, but I identify with Christ. I know that that way of life is wrong, and I don't identify with it. It's not who I am. That was the old man. I'm the new man. I'm in Christ, and that doesn't mean I never struggle with these temptations. It doesn't mean that I'm immune to that, but though I do struggle with those temptations, that is not my identity. That is not who I am in Christ. In Christ, I've been washed. I've been baptized. I've been made new, Um, and so for someone to just so tightly cling to an identity other than Christ and claim to be a Christian, it, it just that, that doesn't line up. You can't identify with the world and identify with Christ. You can't serve two masters. Uh, and so that's what the problem is with this revision movement, with this Greg Johnson movement. And you see a lot of the PCA struggling with this. It, do, it doesn't just manifest itself with homosexuality, you know, that's the topic uh, of this conversation, but um, the PCA, I've found, just identifies so much with the old man rather than the new man. Um, You know, I I had a good friend leave the PCA because he felt like there was no real discipleship, no real sanctification taking place in his church um, because all the focus was just the initial being saved. And then after that, there was no challenge to grow and be sanctified and put to death the deeds of the flesh. Um, it was, his church was very just grace oriented, um, which is excellent in the sense that we're completely dependent on grace all the time. You know, none of us would be Christians without God's grace and mercy. But once you have received Christ and put your faith on him as your savior, Uh, you're called to put on the new man and the way you live should start to change. And you can't just continue to identify with all these failures of your past and just accept, hey, that's who I am, but God loves me anyway. Like God does love you, but if you love him, that should challenge you to live in a way that is glorifying to him moving forward. Um, And so, uh, you know, this, this is just really brought to light with this revision movement. And this identity of gay Christian, um, it, it just, that, that's not a way that a Christian can identify. And so, just to loop back to that first question of, can you be a gay Christian? You can absolutely struggle with same-sex attraction, acknowledge that is sinful, take that to Christ, confess your sin, ask for His forgiveness, uh, and, and receive Him as your Savior. And be saved and be a Christian. What you cannot do is continue to identify with that and accept that as who you are um, and place your identity in your sexual uh, attractions rather than in Christ. Um, so you, you can absolutely be a Christian who struggles with, those, with that sin. Um, you know, there's no Christian who's immune uh, to sinful desire. There's no Christian who stops sinning entirely. 
So you can absolutely struggle with that temptation and still be a Christian. Uh, but if you're giving yourself over to it, and that's your identity rather than Christ, uh, that's that's clearly not prescribed in Scripture, and that's a problem. And the PCA needs to run as far away from this as possible.